Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Billion Dollar Movie Club. This is the show where we talk about movies that made a whole lot of money and we say, hey, let's do that for 52 weeks. Yeah. 52 weeks. That's a lot of weeks. That's one can say a whole year. One can say it's a whole year. We are your co-host. One can I'm say Christian it's 525,600 minutes even. 525,000 moments. So dear. Oh, there's only 600 of them weren't <laughs> 600 of them weren't moments so dear. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's that's 10 hours of, of commuting. Ah, sometimes commuting sucks. We you are your what? co-host. If... I am Christian Masinson, and that is Juan Meta. Juan, I think it's time to crack open a cold one. Can I do this? Can I do this on air? What do you got? What do you got? I got Coca-Cola. Nice, nice, nice. I thought you were going to have a drink too. Right. Uh, vamp while I get something. What is going on? <laughs> we prepared this for the past week. And Pawan's like, let's dress up and have fancy drinks. And so I run out. I walk to the grocery store this morning. And I say, hey. I'm going to grab me a Coca-Cola. I do not like alcoholic beverages, but I'm going to grab me a nice little Coca-Cola in the little glass bottle. I got two of them, one for later, one for now for the podcast. And I was like, let me get dressed. I get dressed and I grab my drink. And Poan came and was like, hey, I am neither dressed nor do I have a drink. It may not be fancy, but you know what? Today is an episode where we go without laws. There we go. I really wanted that to explode all over you. (sighs) 52 weeks. What a life. We talk about movies. We've done it for 52 weeks. And this is the wrap-up show. This is the wrap-up show. See, the thing is, we talked about these movies that made a billion dollars for 52 weeks. And because of that, we ourselves have been elevated to be part of this club. Well, Pawan, the Billion Dollar Movie Club, founded by Christian Masinson and Pawan Meta with a budget of zero dollars. Zero dollars. Can you believe it? Premiered on October 9th, 2020. A headline from the Masinson Family Gazette newsletter by Christian Masinson. Sounds like a nice fellow. October 5th, 2021. Hey, that podcast has been going on for a year. Yeah. The podcast will go on to release weekly episodes for 52 nearly consecutive weeks, only missing one week where Anchor had a technical malfunction and instead an episode of the Billions Movie Club popped up in the feed instead. This episode is going live on October 8th, 2021, 364 days after the release of the very first episode. Maybe 365, I don't know. How do leap years work? Oh, right. We experienced one, but that was that day happened before we started the podcast. So it doesn't count. Yeah. But, th- but that just means there was a fourth of a day. I <laughs> sure. still think it was 365 days. I'm just saying. round up. We could round up. Hold it's on. fine. What happened on this podcast? Give us a whole rundown of the entire podcast. Okay. So we started with romance. 
with which we learned that one of our co-hosts do not believe in love. Oh. I'll leave that up to you to figure out which one it was. It was Did definitely someone the read Simpson. the episode descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we had a few laughs throughout the months, throughout the year. Uh-huh. We had a few uh, heated moments. Oh, what are uh, some of those heated moments? Uh, uh, one of which involved, Kingdom. yes, uh, one of which involved a freighter full of dinosaurs and you know the sounds that a freighter would have by itself and miss simpson was like why aren't they speaking in hushed tones no spoilers for later in the episode no spoilers for later in the episode (laughs) so yeah um we've dressed up on occasion maybe not as fancy as today uh there was the halloween episode Uh, i came in as eeyore everyone's favorite uh dark knight character Mm-hmm. was that the dark that was the dark night episode <laughs> um yeah um we talked about some movies some of them part of franchises some mm-hmm. of them going back all the way to the 70s jurassic park speaking <laughs> um we saw a lot of boats we did see quite a lot of boats. There were some movies who somehow made it onto the list without having boats as well. For You know what? I think that's why the third uh, Lord of the Rings is the one that finally made it. There was the boat at the end where he went off into the sunset. You remember are that. There, you totally no remember that. Are there boats in the that. first two? Oh, wait. Yeah, there are. There are. But like those weren't as iconic of boats. Well, I didn't say you totally remember that as if I forgot the ending of Lord of the Rings. There's 20 of them. I have to remember at least one of them. <laughs> yeah, one I thought, of them you, would, grabbed I thought you would remember the ending where they're all just jumping on the bed. <laughs> I do like that ending. That's an adorable <laughs> ending. Um, yeah, and then uh, as the weeks went on, uh, the mo- inductees became more and more close and release date to each other. To the point where we had a year with 10 new movies added to the list. Nine. Why Nine you gotta undermine me like that? Uh, we're the experts. We gotta we gotta we gotta make sure on on right. on uh on point. Okay. There are nine. And Pawan, name the nine of them right now. So Star Wars nine. Sure, that's one. Uh Frozen two. Sure, that's two. Going in reverse order. I like this. Uh, end game. Yes. Jumping around now. Doing a little flourish. Spider Boy. Yes, that's four. Uh, Almost halfway there. <laughs> if you include the leap year, I think you're halfway there. Obviously, all these l- episodes leave a strong lasting impact on both of the co-hosts. <laughs> I think I think that says a lot. The fact that there were nine movies released that year and you could only name four of the nine. Um, because it feels like that was the year of where it felt most oversaturated with big releases with not very much in between to the point yeah. where the huge releases just became mundane. And I also think it's it speaks to the list in that, you know, it starts off Titanic does it in 97 and then it doesn't happen for six more years until Return of the King. These are event movies. But right. then 2019 comes 
and then there's Toy Story 4 and The Lion King and Joker. Oh, and right. And uh, Captain Aladdin. Marvel. Aladdin. And Aladdin. Yes, I got there one. You go. We just I hit got nine. One. We just hit nine. <laughs> uh, and, and it's like, oh, yeah, there were two live action Disney movies that year that we do not think about. Honestly, I'm surprised I forgot about Joker because that, that, and even in this year, that was a big event. That what that that was the big one you missed. I will say. Yeah. You just you just hit them stairs. But you know what? Stairs. Uh, the the numbers prove that uh newer is better in terms of that. It seems like if you the count numbers. up the stats, the rankings, uh, you might see that uh, averaged wise, the later movies get higher placement. Maybe. Go on. I want you to put a pin in that for later, and we'll see what happens. All right. We'll see what happens. Pawn, uh, we've, we've discussed a number of movies, a number of films and franchises. We've mm-hmm. seen a lot of them. Uh, were there any that really surprised you? As a franchise or as an individual movie? Either. And a surprise could either be a good surprise, bad surprise, indifference. Um, I was... I was very surprised by Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I, I was not yeah. expecting to love that movie. And like, it, it's so ridiculous and how childlike it was that I just couldn't help but love it. That, that was a big one. That was a big shock for me too. How about you? Any that, any that come to mind immediately? Um, back in the early days of the podcast, mm-hmm. I was shocked by how taken I was with the original Pirates trilogy. I think there's a, a fun energy to that that a lot of movies don't have nowadays and sure, maybe it's sure. simply just a genre the swashbuckling nature of it you don't see in in, in uh, your superhero film typically and so those those took out and also just this this surprised me in both ways number one how taken i was with the fast and furious franchise <laughs> for years i've been hearing about family i was like yes i understand family but is that really but you all didn't there is to truly this movie? internalize family? I did that not. That was the problem. I did not. And then I finally did. And it all culminated with the beautiful moment of Brian getting his kid ready to go to school. The kid's playing with the car and it is like flying in the air. And Brian goes, Hey, cars don't fly. <laughs> Cut to 90 minutes or so later when they're driving a car from one skyscraper to another, can't pull the brakes, and then then jump from a second to a third skyscraper. Is that not movie magic? Is that not cinema right there? But you know what? It is telling, in a a sense, that uh, you went to Furious 7 instead of Fate. Uh, I was going to say, on the flip side, (laughs) I can never remember anything that happens in Fate of the Furious. Because like they, they had a good idea going with that submarine chasing after the cars. But like, I feel like they didn't go as full force as they could have. Something's missing in that movie, because yeah. I just, I I really loved Fanine. I know it's mm-hmm. not in the podcast, uh, but I have uh, not I seen that one yet. Theaters. It's a fun one, mm-hmm. and and eight's missing a little that special something. Missing that it's special also- sauce. That's why they got they had to bring a. Was it James Wan came back for that one? No, that's F. Gary Gray. No, for nine, I mean. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Lin. Justin Lin came back yes, for nine. Yes, yes, Eight is also weird because, like, hey, Dom, we have a child now. 
That's the weirdest part of the Fast and Furious franchise. He cares so much about family. And then eight reveals he has a son. And, and nine then reveals nine he reveals a he has a brother. Yeah, it's like, I feel like that's why. Because that's how you know you're getting to the Furious end game. Because, like, they're bringing out the family that he didn't know about. So, like, that's the true uh, linchpin of, like, this is his all hope is lost moment. It's like, maybe I didn't know my family like that. Speaking of uh, his brother, mm-hmm. I can't remember the character's name because it doesn't matter. How is John Cena and I in one of these movies? That is surprising. He is awesome. Great in the nine and uh, the Suicide Squad. He's got stuff like uh, Bumblebee and Blockers. Great actor. Can't wait. Yeah, to but like also not a lot of those did exceptionally well. Yeah, and that bothers me. Yeah. Why? Let's respect John Cena. What I will say is that uh, this podcast gave me a new appreciation for Jimmy Cameron, James Cameron. Um, because like on the rewatch of Avatar, even though I was watching it on a TV, I was so engrossed. I was there in Pandora. Whoa. Were you watching on your Oculus Rift? I, I was know, there in the a... Disney World for two and a half hours. Wow. I he's probably the most important director on the list. Hmm. Define important. I don't know. I just felt like that was the word to use. <laughs> well, he was the first to get there and the highest he was the grossing. First. Uh, if you add them all together, I think Russo's are technically higher. Well, but like on an individual film basis. Sure, sure, sure. He has one in three. He has the best average box office wise on the list. On the list? No, not on the list. I wonder list. whose fault that is. <laughs> um, we both somehow put Skyfall at number one on Sam Mendes' only film on the list. Listen, that was the only other episode I got dressed up for. It had to be a special occasion for something. Were you dressed <laughs> up on the Skyfall one? I, I was wearing a blazer on the Skyfall episode. Uh, I don't remember that. It's that and then um, fucking uh, James Wan. James Wan's number two and four with uh, Fury 7 and Aquaman. Aquaman. I, I, you know what? Aquaman, I was also kind of surprised by. Because oh, like I, think- I, I saw that opening scene and I was like, you know what, this is this is one of the best on the list. Just off of like the intro with Nicole Kidman in the house. Seriously, I I, I don't know if it was while watching Black Widow or Shang Chi, and I enjoy both of those films a lot. But I I they finished their opening sequence, which are both flashback sequences, and I'm like, Aquaman did so much better. <laughs> it's it's that mystical fantasticism to it. And, like, the thing with Aquaman is that, like, it didn't have a very deep story, but, like, it really went balls to the wall in spectacle in all regards. Like, and each set piece felt different. It was amazing in that regard. Yeah. It was, that's, it was like a roller coaster movie you don't really get as much these days. At least, like, the shine of it. Yeah. That's probably actually one of the biggest surprises of the list. Because if you remember, I came on that episode and was like, yeah, I was kind of tired of watching this. I appreciate what it is, but I didn't love it in the moment. But I think about that movie a lot. 
And talking about the roller coaster ride and how the plot's a little simple, I love the ending where they 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 give the villain a chance to redeem himself <laughs> rather than just killing him off. I'll be honest, I it's found a little that pretty thing. funny. I I found that pretty funny. It's a little thing, but I appreciate the idea of redemption. Sure, sure. Because typically a good villain thinks they're in the right. They have well intentions a lot of the time. Not all the time. I don't think Hitler had good intentions. <laughs> but but the best villains do. No, and, I'm not going to defend that. that redemption. <laughs> I don't think you have to defend it. I, I think we, we agree on that. Yeah. Hold on. So few times do we agree on this podcast. There's Aquaman. There's flying cars. And the fact that Hitler, irredeemable. <laughs> this is not, was it the glass castle or a tree grows in Brooklyn? Do you remember this? Go because we on. both because uh going into our freshman year of high school that was on our reading list for the summer books. Sure, I sure. always think about one of the chapters in one of those books ends with the mom being like, "Hey, everyone had good qualities," and then the daughter's like, "Oh yeah, what about Hitler?" And the mom says, "Well, Hitler liked dogs," which that's a nice quality. I don't think I don't know if that balance is right. I don't know if that balance is right. I I enjoy is liking dogs and uh unabated good. Like is that by itself a virtue? I don't know if it is. It's a life form, it so it's a respect for uh living creatures. Sure, but the focus on dogs as opposed to like just being you know what? All creatures matter. That's what I'm saying. All right. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Are we back in the Dark Knight episode? What are we doing? <laughs> I'm not ready for this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, hold on. We definitely had some serious discussions here and there. Oh, we very much did. We very much did. I think of, well, the two I think of were episodes back when we used to film at like midnight. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wonder if that had something to do with it. But I do think of the Dark Knight episode and the, the first Harry Potter episode. Where we got a little more serious. It, it was funny getting serious while wearing an Eeyore costume where he's smiling, which is an uh, anachronism in itself. Eeyore smiles sometimes. As someone who once played Eeyore in a child's uh, elementary school show, I should know. Sure, but it's never like a full on like, like, uh, what pearly white show and smile. All right, I don't think so. Oh, you want him to smile more for you? You're telling no, no, no. to smile more. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the costume I was wearing had one of those smiles, and that's pretty anachronistic with oh, who Eeyore so you is. had a you had a dollar store Eeyore costume where they that's exactly what I'm saying. Picture, and so they did a smiley version. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Juan, I have a question for you. Sure. Not, this was not, this was unplanned. It's something okay. I thought of right now. Is there one movie you'd like, if you could, you could remove off the list. Is there one movie you'd remove? And is there one random movie you wish was on the list? It doesn't have to, any movie. And then let's live in that reality where that movie made a billion dollars. Hmm. You want to go first? Um, I'm going to go with Despicable Me 3. That's what you'd remove? Interesting. 
because it's one that I think everyone's mad on. There's no real passion for it. It's not like you needed that to, to increase the minion love. People love minions so much already. And I, I think even if that movie disappeared, you still have Minions 2 coming out. So I think you could remove Despicable Me 3. Nothing. No, no biggie. No biggie. No biggie. And if I chose a movie to make a billion dollars, mm-hmm. huh? On, you know, we, we added a couple of honorary members on the list. Sure. To recap for folks, it was uh, Jordan Peele's Us, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3, John M. Chu's Crazy Rich Asians, and Ron Howard's Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think Jordan Peele is one of the great directors of all time. And I, I, I do think that by being an honorary member on our list, he has more cachet in the universe, right? So he you're saying more Get Out should have been, should make... No, 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 no. I will forever associate Jordan Peele with another director. They were both nominated in 2017 for Best Director on their inaugural film, their mm-hmm. directorial debut. And they both had their follow-ups released in 2019. All right. Jordan Peele's Us, the point on the list. The other film I'm going to put on the list. Whoa, I was originally going to say her, di- her debut film, but no, let's go. 2019, Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Putting that on the list. Yes, yes. I, I agree Goodbye, with Despicable that. Me 3. <laughs> Enjoy the March, women. Um, the movie I'd remove. Is Pirates Four? Ooh, uh, I thought about that, but I think you need you need the bottom floor. That's mm-hmm. my personal thought. See, the thing is, I feel like Alice in Wonderland has that covered, and like oh. it's enough of a piece in its own right that it lasts. Like I still remember the Futterwacket. Sure, sure. I don't remember much of anything from Pirates Four. That's Other right. than That's they right. tried to redo, like the initial meeting of um, Johnny. <laughs> well, you remember when they introduced um, fuck who was Jeffrey who Rush? was the actress? No, no, the Natalie actress. Cruz. Yeah, remember how they did that in the dark and whatever, in that like storage house. It it was reminiscent of uh, when they introduced Orlando Bloom meeting Johnny Depp's character in the first movie. Okay. So it's like, that's the only thing I remember. And it's just an homage to the first movie that was done more poorly. One, you might have remembered more than I did of that movie. What is the movie you would add to the list? Any movie, any movie, Juan. It could be 2001 A Space Odyssey. It could be Dude, Where's My Car? It could be Black Swan. What film would you add to the list? Hmm. You know what? Let's go crazy with it. 2019, every movie that was released was making it onto the Billion Dollar Movie Whoa. Club, right? Yeah. A Whoa. Hidden Life. Whoa! <laughs> we have now made 11 movies in 2019. <laughs> Billion Dollar Movie Club inductees. And you chose Terrence Malick's three hour, three and a half hour, three hour. Three hour, three hour. It's not as long yeah. as Titanic or Lord no, of the Rings not. Return of the King. No, it's not. Is it, so is it like two hours, 40 minutes? Because No, it's Return three hours. It's three hours. Is Return of the King more than three hours? Three, uh, Return of the King is three and a half hours. Interesting. Well, you now, know, they had to fit in all those endings. 
Sorry. Other big surprise for me. I don't think there were that many endings in Return of the King. Why do people talk about it that much? What I will say is if you're watching that movie by itself, yes, it feels like a lot of endings. But like you can't take it as an individual piece. No. And with that, look out for season two of the Billing Dollar Movie Club where we start off with a double feature of Greta Gerwig's Little Women and Terrence Malick's A Hidden Life. You know what? I'm down. Let's do it. We'll That's going to be our we'll first episode back. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Those are two great movies. Two very different movies. Two great movies. Uh, no. Little Women was a lot earlier time period-wise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 1800s. Civil War. One movie like has Bob Odenkirk. Similar, similar environments. Similar environments. Grassy fields. Oh, pre-industrialization, similar environments. Yeah. Well, technically, no, no, no. Hidden Life is a World hidden War II. life is yeah, it's not pre-industrialization. It's just that village was hidden from industrialization. Okay. New, new, new breaking news. Okay. Season two of the Billion Dollar Movie Club. We're covering movies that should have made a billion dollars that take place in villages. <laughs> Oh, so we're talking Little about women. village? Yes, in <laughs> life and the grand finale of it all. M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it, it is kind of a shame that Shyamalan isn't on this list either. We almost added him in August, right? Yeah, for uh, right? The Sixth Sense. Yeah, I remember us talking about that. But well, we'll, we'll see what happens in season two. We, we might, we might go back to it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us know in your emails and your comments what do you think we should do for season two. We got inklings of ideas. Uh, yeah. Uh, you might yeah. think we're in Splatoon in our head because we got them inklings. Uh, you might think we are a kid now, but no, no, no. We are squid now. Come <laughs> <laughs> Side note, I was watching the Smash uh, announcement today. If anyone uh, is unaware, Super Smash Brothers announced its final character today. Uh, Sora from the Kingdom Hearts franchise added. I cried because it was a beautiful trailer. Before that, I was, they announced... I was disappointed personally, but uh, go on. Before that, they announced three new costumes for the Miis. <laughs> One was Doom Guy. Yep. The other two, Splatoon costumes. The ink, one of the inklings are there in uh, inklings Ultimate, are right? Yeah, yeah, you can switch between the, the variants. Splatoon. Shouts to Splatoon. Great music. I wonder Great what music. they plan on doing for Splatoon 3, considering it's going to be on the same console. Uh, there seems to be a much more of a uh, campaign in that one. <laughs> that seems to be a big thing. If Hold you on. want us We're... to talk more about video games, uh, let us know and maybe we'll do a side podcast or something. We'll see. On, I... Everything's as up if... in the air. As if we don't talk about video games a lot on this podcast already. Yeah, but like, you know, maybe we could focus on video games. We'll see. Who knows? You know, maybe. Oh, who's you? Uh, the viewer. Maybe you're listening oh, or watching yeah. this years in the future and we did the thing, but maybe we didn't. Whoa, Pawn, my laptop's not charging. Vamp for five seconds. 
yeah um so yeah uh, video games are video games are also a pretty foundational aspect of this podcast itself whether it be the myriad of uncharted references i made in the vein of the person who saw boss baby watching their second movie saying i'm getting boss baby vibes from this movie i forgot about that speaking (laughs) of video games pawn one of the things people love 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 about video games Mm -hmm. right is you're in the arcade you're in the arcade you got that little machine you're playing fix it felix and you're moving the joystick you're hitting the button to jump and fix stuff and then you die and you're like oh no but i got a good score i got a good score on this leaderboard i have more than other people so i'm gonna put my initial and i'm like fuck you everyone else i'm one of the top right being that speaking of scores music was a big part of Whoa, this that's uh, of these movies <laughs> do you want to take the transition i was going to transition to uh something else i had planned but do you want to talk about music uh yeah uh you know we had the uh academy award-winning joker soundtrack um sure beautiful music um are you wait are you serious i don't know if you were serious about liking that you know there was a it was it was pretty good i i won't say personally i don't find it something groundbreaking but it worked in the context of the movie really well it's not something i'm gonna want to listen to all the time but if if Art is supposed to make you feel something. That score makes me, Helder's score makes me feel something. What I will say is I think it works in the way that horror game scores work. Because mm. like horror games or like horror media, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go back with just games. Like some of that music is like so iconic, but it only works in context with the moment from the game. You wouldn't necessarily go and listen to it by itself in a pure enjoyment sense. Well, it, it gives a creepy, uh, spine tingly mood. If you want music for Halloween, it would fit, but I'm not going to sure. do my chores while listening to the score of Joker. I mean, maybe that's a vibe too. Let us know if you plan on doing that. Could be, could be. Speaking uh, of scores. The, there's the many times Michael Giacchino showed up. Can yes, you name multiple the times? Well, the, the different the Jurassic's, sense. Spider-Man, okay. Far From Home, Incredibles 2. I want to say those were all him. Sure. There's probably others uh, I can't think of off the top of my head. And then there was also, of course, um, the iconic Zimmer. score. Hans Zimmer. Um, Hans Zimmer has the two Nolan movies, yeah. maybe even Lion Why King. can't I think of the... The other guy, he's like the iconic guy, the Star Wars theme, the Jurassic oh, John Williams. Park. Yeah. John Williams. I think he also did uh, Lord of the Rings, right? Or no? No. Hold on. Uh, original score. He didn't do, unless I'm really off, I don't think he did Lord did of the Rings. Did he do Pirates? I think he might he have, have did Pirates. Pirates. I think he did Pirates. Howard Shore. But like it's, it's also interesting Howard seeing Shore. that in terms of like the passing of the baton because like um, Williams was uh, there for a lot of the early movies and then as we go further and further in the list we see more of like Giacchino or someone else show up. I, I appreciate that. But remember, John Williams also did the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Sure. 
<laughs> he, he we acknowledge those movies here because we had to watch all three of them. <laughs> we like we like at least one of them. Yeah. I like two of them. But a single movie does not make a trilogy. No. But like the endings of Lord, I don't know. I I was going to relate it, but I was like, that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. So speaking of scores, Puan, having the high score, getting all the points. How how do you quantify points in a podcast? It's the most popular podcast episodes. Puan, according to Anchor, Anchor is a service we use to to upload to Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Get a behind the scenes look at the, they, the inner machinations of the billion dollar movie club right now. You're getting the they inside scoop. Have listed the top. Let's see how many. How many? Oh, I, what did I do? I hate technology. I just had this. All right, the top episode, most played episodes, according to Anchor. I believe these are just okay. Spotify numbers. I may be incorrect about that. Just they Spotify give, numbers? It may be, unless it's more of the demographics are just from Spotify numbers. Interesting. Uh, yeah, the, the demographics are just Spotify numbers. This includes Apple Podcasts, but trust it, Apple Podcasts is our most popular service. Interesting. Spotify, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. The top three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten episodes in no particular order. Are we playing a guessing game? All right. Nah, I don't, I don't want to do a guessing game. Sorry. Top 10 episodes in chronological order. <laughs> yes, because we need the chronology. As we learned in recent episodes, chronology is important. Titanic. Yeah, I figured. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Toy Story 3. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Furious 7. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Captain America Civil War. I forgot we did that movie. Finding Dory. Black Panther. And one of our favorites, Aquaman. Those are the top 10. It is interesting that a good amount of them are like from our first five episodes. Yeah. Like, I think three of our first five are up there. I think uh, uh, first 10, four of the first 10 are up here. And then, and then uh, it fluctuates from there. Fluctuates mm-hmm. there, but I think it's interesting to see which are the most popular episodes. Not much more I want to say, but I think that's a fun one. I of do those, think which... a bit of that might have to do with our marketing as well. Sure, sure. And, you know, it's like a TV show. You get fewer and fewer people paying attention as it goes on. Yeah. The drop off on range. Because it's a lot. It's a lot. 52 episodes is a lot. And it's not right. like they're short. They're not, they're not the longest podcasts ever, but they're not like 30 minutes each either. Yeah. 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 Well, while go- we're going back, let's play a game, Juan. Okay. This is the next segment. This is the next segment. Juan. Uh, every week I upload the episodes and there's a little description on YouTube and then all the services. And I, 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 I add a little flourish sure. so that we, 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 uh, a listener may know what is happening in the episode. Get For a example, little, little sneak peek. 
For instance, for Frozen 2, the description says, join Christian and Pawan as they fix the Frozen timeline, discuss bangers, and share a message for famed director Guillermo del Toro. Pawan, <laughs> I'm going to read you a couple of these descriptions. I have five I've chosen. I want you to guess okay. which film this description goes to. The locations might give them away for some of them. Oh, I cut out the location lines. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Let me just open up another Coke. I could use another Coca-Cola. <laughs> this podcast, not sponsored by Coca-Cola, sadly. But Coca-Cola, if you want to sponsor the podcast, send an email. Pawn, what's that email? Billion dollar movie club at gmail.com. Yes, 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 yes. We would love money from you, Coca-Cola. Thank you. Or you know what, Pepsi. Let's let's get the bids going. If you want to take over Coca-Cola for uh, the sponsorship, or vice versa, send them bids. We're open. We're open-minded. We enjoy spreading the word. We're like missionaries. If you pay us, we will spread the word. Pawn the first. We can be your Templars. <laughs> the first. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey, Ezio. Ezio, do you have something up your sleeve? Let me see. There seems to be. Wait, by Ezio's Ezio blade. wasn't the Templar, was he? I thought it was I don't the know. Guy What's from the, the first movie. I mean, the I first game. Know. No, Ezio was the second two. game. AC2. Yeah. No, 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 the Templars were from the first game, though. Really? I thought they were an yes. entire franchise thing. Sure, but like, I think of the time period, like, you know, whatever. I haven't. Who was really the protagonist in the first grade? Do you remember? So I know there's Desmond throughout the initial yeah, trilogy. Yeah. What's what's that dude's name? Wow, this game's hard. Like this game we're about to play. Juan, the first description. The first okay. description for you, right? Join Christian and Pawan as they examine the highs and lows of the DCEU, invoke spirit, and sing a song from the backyard again. It was Altair, by the way. Right, you're right, you're right. Sing a song from the backyard again. Okay, that was Castaway, definitely. Can can you re-say the first bit again? Join Christian and Pawan as they examine the highs and lows of the DCEU, invoke spirit, and sing a song from the backyard again. Highs and lows of the DCEU. That was Aquaman. Yep, yep, yep. Aquaman. Well done. I hope you're enjoying the celebratory music we have right now. <laughs> Next description. Join Christian and Poan as they play with anagrams, question the kingdom's leadership structure, and discuss the works of acclaimed director Michael Mann. The kingdom's leadership structure. Was this frozen? You're correct. I forgot we had like a five-minute discussion on Michael Mann. Next one. Join Christian and Pawan as they discuss how much control one has over their own destiny. Queen Latifah, Avril Lavigne, and the art of dance. Over one's destiny. Ooh, this is a tough one. 
join Christian and Pawan as they discuss how much control one has over their own destiny, Queen Latifah, Avril Lavigne, and the art of dance. Hmm. This is probably not it, but I'm going to go with Despicable Me 3. I'm sorry. 2010's Alice in Wonderland. The Art of Dance. Now I remember it. Yeah. And like the One's Own Destiny because that was the whole. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got two more. We have two more. So I'm two out of three. That's not bad. That's not yeah, bad. You're good. 66. You could get a good 80%. Next one. Join Christian and Pawan as they discuss shit layers. Jackass presents Bad Grandpa and sing a little ditty. Oh, this was a uh, Hobbit. Hobbit. Shit, yeah, correct. That was fast. <laughs> well done. And the I, final I remember one. the layers. Yeah. <laughs> the final one for a solid 80%. You're doing more than passing if you got an 80% pull on. Join, right. I was about to read the answer. Join Christian Pawan. As they explore the correlation between film quality and memification, dig deep into Paul Thomas Anderson's oeuvre, and Christian receives some breaking news. I mean, the memification thing, this might have been the first episode we did it because I know we did it a lot (laughs) after that point. Okay. Breaking news. So this was definitely when uh, Avatar retook number one. What week was that? Hmm. I gotta say, I think I'm stumped on this one. Um, you have a wild guess. Wild guess. Let me read it once more. Join Christian and Paywin as they explore the correlation between film quality and memification, dig deep into Paul Thomas Anderson's oeuvre, and Christian receives some breaking news! Exclamation point. This is probably not it, but like I gotta go with the one that had the biggest meme of them all. Um, Black Panther. It's it's not it, but that's what I'm going with. You're very close. <laughs> Same year, 2018s. Nope, different year. You know what? I think I think you have the eps. You chose. I think the answer is one week before Black Panther, if I'm correct. 2017s <laughs> Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I did what not the fact memes? check this. I did not fact check. I think just Star Wars in general has memes. Oh, okay. I did not fact check this. I don't think the breaking news was the Avatar thing. I think that was before Last Jedi. I don't know what the breaking news were. Who knows? You'll have to go back and find out. <laughs> I guess. And I'm not saying that to you, Miss Simpson. I'm saying that to you, dear listener, who is an active member of this conversation. Oh, my God. Were you scared by that, that Kudos call to out? you. Were you scared by the call-up Juan just made? 
let them know by sending them an email. Juan, what's that email? Billion dollar movie club at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Dot com. Dot calm down. We're moving on. Okay. okay. All right. You know what? Right I, after I was this getting break, a little riled up. And we are back. Welcome back for the second half of the final episode. Really, it's part 52, part two of the Billion Dollar Movie Club. Juan, there's been a lot of talent mm-hmm. that has befriended the podcast throughout the week. Sure, sure. Yes. A lot of talent we've seen. Sometimes they're in just one movie and we're like, hey, you're incredible. Sometimes they're in like 18 movies. You're like, how do you have the time to do this, Samuel L. Jackson? How? We tossed around this idea once. And I think it's time to finally do it. The Billion Dollar Movie Club Hall of Fame. Okay. Ooh, five individuals. A... Okay. We'll pick five individuals together that we think have greatness in them. The greatness is synonymous with the Billion Dollar Movie Club ranking. So in this, this case, be... are they already in the list? So this is okay. like friends that were turning into best friends, or is it like new friends we're adding? We can interpret it however we want. I assume they've appeared in a film or, or was featured in a film in some way, mm-hmm. but we can interpret this however we want. Uh, actors, directors, writers, whatever we want to put. Oh, wow. And only five? Yes. And again, could be someone who's appeared in multiple, could be someone who's just really good in one movie. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Now, Juan, I'll be honest with you. I had an inkling of what this segment would be as I started talking. And as we developed it, I was like, oh, no, this is going <laughs> to take some thought. Is there anyone off the top of your head that you say, this person has to be on the screen? Yes, they're going to appear on the screen above or below our faces right now. Um, I, th- I think Toby Maguire's got to be there. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Interesting call. Star of honorary film on the Billion Dollar Movie Club, but still, still you know, Jackie Chan, honorary Oscar, still an Oscar. Star of honorary film, Spider-Man 3. One of our more heated episodes, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> any other, I'm, I'm any surprised other? I'm not getting any pushback from you. Or like, uh... Uh, I, think, I think let's toss a couple ideas and then we'll figure it out. There. Okay, so like you know what? Um, let's 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 throw in uh let's throw in James Cameron. James yeah. Cameron. The other director I'd like to mention, James Wan. Yeah, the two Jameses. Uh, I don't know if either are making it through. Uh, I think we got to throw in Giacchino and Williams, just pure quantity. Sure, sure. Um, Johnny Depp. We got it. We got to have the bottom of the scale somewhere. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting depth. Uh, two of my favorite actors, Laurie Metcalf and John Goodman. Laurie Metcalf, uh, star of Roseanne, Lady Bird. She plays Andy's mom in the Toy Story franchise. John Goodman, he played one of the Transformers in one of the Transformers. <laughs> Let me put them on the list. John Turturro. We got oh! John Turturro. He has to be mentioned at least. <laughs> uh, I think we got mentioned Jamin Ansu. Jamin Ansu minor roles in the two James Wan films. 
Fury 7, and Aquaman. Hmm. Who else? You know, let me let me pull up a list of these movies and see what comes I to think mind. William Smitherton the Third, Mr. Will Smith. It was a long wait, right? but we we have to mention him. And which movie I, was that? Uh, Aladdin. Right, right. Um, and perhaps my favorite performance of all the films was in the first film. Kate Winslet in Titanic, I think, is one. Who I think that's I think Adam only... Driver should also be in the list. Driver, yeah. Driver is a great one. Is there any other names you want to add to the list? There's a, there's a ton of names. There are a ton of names we could throw on. Um, now Heath like Ledger. Out... Throw in Heath Ledger. Ledger, Ledger. And I feel like we had an episode where we talked about the oeuvre of Paul Thomas Anderson. And then this actor so happens to win an Oscar for one of the roles. Gotta mention Joaquin, right? Sure. Yeah. I don't know if we're keeping him on. We gotta mention Joaquin. Master is a beautiful movie. Oh my God, that's a movie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now, interesting to note, just looking. Yep. Yeah, now, single MCU actor on this list so far. I think we gotta throw on one MCU actor. Just an amalgamation of all the Chris's. Oh, I was going to go with Zendaya. Both can fit. Just okay. an amalgamation of all the Chris's and, Z- Chris Z- and, and Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. So I think, I think that's a good... Is there anyone else you want to toss in? Uh, Willem Dafoe? Hmm. I is he in a, one of the Spider-Men? That may, he's not in Spider-Man 3, is he? Dafoe? He has the voice cameos. Defoe, Defoe, Finding Dory. The friend. He is the friend. Defoe, you're <laughs> on the list. All right. Currently, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 names on the list. We need to cut 13. Right? So you have any idea? You know what? Can you pull, pull that up on the screen, maybe? Oh, that would have been a lot smarter than me writing on my whiteboard <laughs> for only me to see. Share screen. Yeah. Virtual whiteboard. Kwan, this is why you're one of the founders of the podcast. You have great ideas. One of the founders. Well, there's two of us. Will Smith. Adam Driver. Kate Winslet. Yeah, she takes oh, up God. two spaces. <laughs> What just happened? Hold up. <laughs> now, I got to be honest. I think we eliminate Joaquin Phoenix. You know why? We can't have both Jokers. No, I never know how to spell his name. <laughs> so sorry, to Joaquin. Great actor. Incredible. You have your Oscar. Uh, Chris's, I think too many. Too many Chris's. And I feel like the, the bad outweighs the positive. Oh, you mean the fact that Chris Pine isn't here anywhere? That is really bad. Really bad. Uh, Zendaya, Willem Dafoe, Toby McGuire, James Cameron, James Wan, uh, John Williams, Michael Giacchino. I think that's how I spelled Giacchino. Uh, Johnny Depp, 
Oh, I'm surprised we didn't or put um Medica. John Favreau. John. Oh, I'm, I thought I'm you would put Favreau. Put him. Yeah, I thought we you'd probably Favreau. suggest him. Um, I don't know. He hasn't directed a film that's on the. Oh, he's directed one film on the list, Lion King, and then he pops up throughout the MCU as Happy. Do we want to throw Favreau on the list? Personally, I think I'd rather Shane Black. Oh, that's a great. That's what I thought when you said Favreau. Shane Black, one movie. Is that movie good enough that I that we think he deserves a place on the list? I have an argument for that. Go on. I feel like that movie is Go a little on. too maligned in terms Go of on. like. Mm-hmm. He made one choice. Look at the screen. I'm going to type it out. <laughs> he spelled out the word three in the final title card of the film. King Black is a mention on the list. Iconic. And. Oh, God. I don't know how to spell Jaiman Anzu's name. But I want him on the list. Hmm. For now. So I apologize, Jaiman Anzu. If, uh, my one fear? Too many white dudes. Throw in Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel? Is he in a... Oh, he's in a... Lion King. Hey, maybe. You know, Chadwick Boseman, too. Yeah. I, I totally did not po- spell Chiwetel Ejiofor correct. Apologies, Chiwetel. Uh... Mm. Is there anyone from Crazy Rich Asians I want to throw on this? Oh, Jimmy Yang. Yo? Ah, Jimmy O. Yang. Yes, Jimmy O. Yang. <laughs> uh, any other names you want to toss on here? Space out of the list so far. We, we, mm-hmm. got, we got some chat names eventually. I think this is a solid list. It's a solid list. Seems like a solid, solid list. Good list of names. Now it's time to eliminate people. Who's the first right. person we're eliminating? So I think I think it's gotta be Toby Toby McGuire is the first one to go because like we can't have wow. two people from Spider Man. Wow. Sorry, like three Jakino's here. Four, Zendaya's here. Well, I'm talking Three about... Defoe. I was kind of Defoe. Yeah, I was yeah. Did Only Danny one Elfman, of them can... Did Danny Elfman oh, do both right. Spider-Man and Alice in Wonderland? It's too late, but I just thought yeah. of that. He did, right? Yeah. Sorry, Maguire. Oh, we should put Kirsten Dunst. I would have done Kirsten Dunst over Maguire, I'll be honest. Oh, Interesting. Well. I thought you didn't like her in those I didn't like. I didn't like how the character is written, but I do think that's more of a sign of the times rather than her fault. Kristen Dunst just incredible. You ever watch The Big Island? Yeah. I know you watched The Big Island. I was with you. Uh, next uh, name we're gonna take off. Mm. Johnny Depp. Like back to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, respect. You're one of you're one. Of, you're uh, you made the semifinals, but like, sorry, bro. Uh, next person off the list. I'm thinking. It hurts me. I think I'd take Laurie Metcalf and John Goodman yeah. off the list. <laughs> Two of my favorite actors. Uh, I think Chirrut tells out next. Yeah. It's just Lion King, right? 
right? Yeah. Um, hmm. Any other names you 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 think have has to be taken out first before we battle? I think maybe Jakino. Oh. Like Think mad about. respect to him. I love Lost, as uh, listeners of the podcast may remember. But yeah. Now, Pawn, I just wanted to confirm. You know, he's not Asian, right? At this point, I I realize that. Yes. <laughs> I'll make sure you're not kicking him off because he's Asian. Because he's not Asian. You know what? We're kicking off Asians now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. Was when. You... <laughs> Um, hmm. I think we gotta take out James Cameron. You think so? He has two masterpieces, but this is a punishment for making us wait for Avatar Two for so long. If Avatar Honestly, Two comes I think out, that's an iconic move in itself, though. Like I he's think like he the technology hasn't met up with me. Oh, I, I can't respect film that. at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. The movie's not coming that. out. I respect that. However, it's way too fucking long of a wait. And he's going to get all the money and all the accolades already. I don't think he needs this yet. Okay. All right. I don't think he needs this yet. John Williams? John Williams? Yeah, by the same token, I think he's gotten enough praise elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Taking out Williams. I want to say, I hate to say it, but I think Heath Ledger's got to go. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, he, this isn't an insult. Heath Ledger has one of the most iconic roles, arguably of all time, I think, at this point. Is that, is that a far fetched statement? No. And I, Broke I think Back he, Mountain is a classic, of course. Iconic. I think I was going with 10 things I hate about you. Uh, I think, uh, he he's too big for this list. We we can't get him. We can't get him for the award ceremony no. for this. No, no, I apologize. Well, by that logic, are we taking out Chadwick <laughs> Boseman too? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, boy? <laughs> I feel like uh, Chadwick. He 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 got his Oscar. Chadwick could not get he? the Oscar because they're in. Yeah, he has an Oscar for Dark Knight. No, Chadwick I, oh, did I not. thought you said Chadwick. Chadwick like, does no, not. He didn't. And I think we need to give everything. We need to give him legacy. that. Yeah. So, you know, that. that's Let's the see. first name. Oh, you okay. think he, okay. it's official? I was saying for now. All right. All right. We'll come back Let's to it. Let's see how we, we go. Um, um, here's one thing I want to say. I think we need to keep it to at least one, two tops white men. Okay. I don't want it just be white men. And so I'm thinking Totoro is a lock. And then it's a fight between Driver and Defoe. I think we Ooh. take out Shane Black. Okay. Give me that. I think I'm going to have to stick with Driver. You want to keep Driver? So do you want to say Driver and Totoro? Yeah. I'm sorry, Willem Defoe. Or maybe not necessarily. We'll see. But like, I, I think Willem Dafoe's got to go. Oh, I meant to italicize that, but I deleted it instead. So I think that's official. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Willem. All right. We have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine names left on the list. To recap, we I have think Will Smith, Smith has Adam to Driver, make it over. 
Kate Winslet, Zendaya, James Wan, John Turturro, Jaime Ansu, Chadwick Boseman, Jimmy O. Yang. You think Will Smith, Smith makes it to the end? I think, I think Smith is a lock. Do you think Totoro and Smith are the two locks? Is that safe to say? I don't know about Totoro yet. You don't know about Totoro? Fascinating yeah. choice. So I'm, I'm fine with Smith being a lock. Yeah. That, I think that's a sure thing. Will Smith, congratulations, Will Smith. You know, you're probably going to be nominated for an Oscar later this year for King Richard, but this is going to be the greatest honor you receive. And you know what? I think we got to throw in James Wan. I'm, I'm good with that. I love yeah. the James Wan pick. James Wan, congratulations. You just released, was it Malignant? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but. And to continue the James Wan moment we're having now, you're also on the list of, what are we calling this? Billion Dollar Movie Club, uh. <laughs> Best Hall friends. Of fame. Best friends. Best friends. <laughs> All right. We have um, two women left. Do they both make it? Uh, oh, I just wow, noticed we only, only have two, two women. women. Unless there's other names we want to toss out. I feel like there's probably What's other Laura names. Dern. Laura Dern. Oh, I would say just Jurassic, that's a good call, Laura Dern. And I'm with Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita has Us, she has Black Panther, and she has Star Wars movies. Now, as I say that, I realize Star Wars movies may pull her down. I don't know if that helped her. But Lupita? I mean, I think that is yeah. her name. I... We could have also put uh, Kelly Marie Tran on there, but... Uh, Ooh. <laughs> now, here's the question. Does your involvement in Rise of Skywalker take you off the list? That take out Lupita? Did that take off Driver? Dern's still safe. Dern is still safe. Here's, here's what I'll say, right? I forgot about Dern. I think I prefer Dern over Winslet, though I'm not sure Dern makes the list. Hmm. And I know I was the one who submitted Kate Winslet for consideration. I think she's the one. You think Zendaya would make it though? Uh, Zendaya over Winslet. Sure, but like I'm seeing it, I'm thinking based on the Spider Man movie. I don't know if just off of that it's enough. Like, that's don't get me wrong. She's iconic, but like she's not a billion dollar movie club. She's iconic. I could live with taking off Zendaya. It'll hurt, but I could live with that. I think we have to. Yeah. Wow. Zendaya's out. Um, I think I love Jimmy O. Yang. I love Jimmy O. Yang. I think he's out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. We're in a tough place. We have two names. Will Smith, James Wan. We have three, four, five, six, seven names. Yes, we just added two names, but don't worry. We took away another two. <laughs> Um, you know what? Put Lupita up there. Lupita, we'll put Lupita. I'm good with Lupita on the list. Yeah. Now, question: Do we want to put in uh, two members of Marriage Story and call it a day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to, but that's that's a an outcome we could do. Both Adam Driver, Laura Dern. We we left off Scarlett Johansson, also a member of the Marriage Story. 
Randy Newman, uh, composer of Marriage Story and uh, the Toy Story movies? You know what? I'm personally thinking maybe Chadwick and Laura. Whoa, Paul, I just had an epiphany. I just had an epiphany. Mm-hmm. Well, we have Lupita. We have Laura. We have Adam Driver. All, what do they have in common? What? Last Jedi. Last Jedi. You know who's one of the greats, one of the incredible names of the industry who's in The Last Jedi? Right. Oh. In The Last Jedi? Now, that's a great idea. We love Ryan Johnson. But one of the greats in The okay. Last Jedi, Michaela Cole. Oh, my God. She has yeah. the briefest of cameos. <laughs> do we want to take out all other Last Jedi names to put in Michaela Cole? <laughs> I would be down for that. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. Are we all, so that we're taking out Lupita, too, right? Oh, right. Uh, you know what? Out. Yeah. And Lupita, I'm sorry, you have an Oscar. But an Emmy is not as good as an Oscar. We need to boost up Michaela Cole some more. So, Michaela Cole, congratulations. Now, we have that, that four is an upset. Um, I think I'm Chadwick makes it. You think Chadwick makes it? That's a fair yeah. one. Chadwick Boseman. I'm thinking Totoro. Uh, you know what? I agree. I agree. I'm surprised that uh, someone from your least favorite franchise here made it. Well, he's the best part of the franchise. Oh, no. Uh, well, Mikhail Cole, not in Rise of Skywalker. She's in the good Star Wars, not the messy one. Right, right. I think that's a great list. That is a pretty a solid list. list. I'm shocked only one white man. I will say only one woman. We got to do better. Only mm-hmm. one woman. We got to do better. Is there another woman we like to throw on this list? That's some great names. You know what? I think we got to give an honorable mention to Laura Dern. Like, she's yeah. also starring in your honorary inductee that we didn't do an episode episode on yet you're right Little women <laughs> hold up hold up <laughs> why have i not mentioned i'm just gonna talk, mention the name i don't think you're on board with this because she was in three of your least favorite movies on the list <laughs> but i love harry potter and i love beauty and the beast emma watson honorary but this is the list this is the first round a billion dollar movie club hall of fame best friends best friends of the show will smith james wan michaela cole chadwick boseman and john turturro well done well done i will look up your agent's emails on imdb pro and then you may be getting an email from us we'll find out we'll send you a virtual hug that's a great that's a great segment. I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> but Juan, we have one more thing. Okay. Or you know, we talk about movies. We, we talk, talk about, about movies from time to time. But we give our opinions all the time. Mm-hmm. Opinions. Juan, why would we do we're idiots? We're fucking morons. 
for we know great film theory, film criticism, analysis is not based on of opinions, but rather facts. Right, right. Full because there's only facts. one way to watch a movie. Everyone knows this. Well, let's revisit the list of the billion-dollar movie club rankings. Mm-hmm. Now, usually, I would say that, and then open up the list. But we're going to throw in a loop. Okay. Juan, I'll explain it as we move on. But I'm going to give you a couple of ranges of numbers. And I want you to pick a number from those ranges. All right. I'm going to start. Give me a number from 1 to 10. 7. A number from 11 to 20. 12. 21 to 30. 29. 31 to 40. 40. And finally, 40 to 47. 42. Interesting. Interesting. I know you're a big Jackie Robinson fan. Now, Juan, you've given me five numbers. In my head, I've assigned a number to each of these numbers. It will make sense. Okay. Give me a number from one to five. Three. All right. Now, give me another number from one to five. Five. One more? Four. And the final one, one or two? Two. Okay. Juan, we're shaking up the list. All right. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm going to share a screen. Where is the list? Did I open up the list? What's happening? What's happening? What's the app? Huh? What's the app? I ask you. Well, here we go. Now I got. You think 52 weeks, I've learned how to share a fucking screen. So, Pawn, you gave you chose the numbers seven. Oh wow, <laughs> that's Rogue One: A Star Wars Story. Twelve, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh shit. Number twenty nine, The Lion King, twenty nineteen. <laughs> I sure know how to pick them. Forty, Age of Ultron, <laughs> and number forty two, Aladdin. What a list! Now you've rearranged these films. At number. So first you said 29. So we're moving The Lion King 2019 up to number seven. Everyone remembers the iconic explanation of what that movie was. Next, you gave me the number 42. Number 42 is Aladdin. So at number 12, it's Aladdin 2019. Then you gave me the number 40. Mm-hmm. So we're taking Avengers Age of Ultron and we're moving that one up. What did you do to number 29? And then this one hurts my bones. Number 12's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone moves mm. all the way down to number 40. I mean, it and thought it was finally, safe as the final spot, but nope. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, 
moves all the way down to number 42. Wow, Pawan. I was scared and I had reason to be scared. It, it's fascinating that these were all movies that I was fine with letting the world burn. <laughs> wow. What a list. Do you think we're done? Boy, Probably not. Everything. We're not done. Go on. <laughs> Where did I put it? Where did I put? Whoa, wait, wait. Ah. didn't we skip over a segment? Uh, I thought we were skipping it. Uh, usually, before we get to this segment, we usually do uh, fixes of the movie with which we are talking about. Yeah, I thought we were skipping it. That's why I didn't but mention it. silly me. I forgot. We are talking about a podcast. And podcasts, unlike movies, are perfect the way they are. So there's no way for us to be able to change this for the better. So, uh, yeah, you get no thank fixes you, this week. That could have been done after this segment, but thank <laughs> you for that. The second part of this segment. Poan, I'm going to stop sharing the screen briefly. Mm -hmm. I want you to name any movie on that list. And any I've also movie written down period. a movie. No, on the list. I've also written down a movie on this index card. So we'll see what happens. Name a movie on the Billion Dollar Movie Club. You know list. what? Transformers Age of Extinction. Wow. Age of Extinction. So I, I feel like that could move again. around. I feel like that could move around. Come on, you don't know what I'm doing. Age of Extinction is number 38. The name I have on this index card. You changed the game. It was Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin was number 42, but now Aladdin is number 12. <laughs> yes. We're going to the random number generator. Number 12, Aladdin. And number 38, Age of Extinction. You changed the game so much. Juan, the random number is 19. Tied with Titanic <laughs> is the billion dollar movie club. Wow. <laughs> you you got to end coming? where you began. You got to end where you began. Tied with Titanic at number 19 on the billion dollar movie club ranking is the titular billion dollar movie club. And also, also big, big shakeup coming in. Big uh, earth-shattering uh, news coming in. This is not only a ranking. This is the watch order. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like all good watch orders, you start from the lowest number and move all the way up. Juan, let's recap the list, a.k.a. this is the correct watch order of the Billion Dollar Movie Club. We start with number 47. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. At number 46, Alice in Wonderland. And then you move on to number 45, Toy Story 3. 44, Avatar. Number 43, Spider-Man Far From Home. 40, 42, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. <laughs> wow. Number 41, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. 
Number 40, Harry Potter oh. and the Sorcerer's Stone. I was so happy we had the, the higher numbers free for so long. Because, like, at least Harry Potter would be that high. And you <laughs> said, nay. I spit on your grave, Christian Masinsin. At number 39, a movie that I would have been fine with not being on this list. <laughs> Despicable Me 3. At number 38, Transformers Age of Extinction. At number 37, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. At number 36, Captain Marvel. At number 35, Captain America Civil War. At number 34, Star Wars Episode I, The Phantom Menace. Number 33, The Dark Knight Rises. At number 32, The Dark Knight. Number 31, Marvel's The Avengers. At number 30, we have Minions. Number 29, Avengers Age of Ultron. At number 28, we have The Hobbits, An Unexpected Journey. Number 27, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2. At number 26, Straight Out of the 70s, Jurassic Park. At number 25, Iron Man 3. At number 24, we have Frozen. At number 23, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. At number 22, Jurassic World. Tied at number 21. Andrew Stanton's Finding Dory, Jordan Peele's Us, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3, John M. Chu's Crazy Rich Agents, and Ron Howard's Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And like any good watch order, you have to watch all of those at once. Sure. All at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, number 20, we have uh, Beauty and the Beast. Number 19, tied at number 19, Titanic and the Billion Dollar Movie Club. Now, you may say, how do I watch this at the same time? Well, fun fact, in the time that you watch Titanic, you could listen to all of the Billion Dollar Movie Club. <laughs> it's a very long film. At number 18, <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I forgot that was 18. Number 17 is Toy Story 4. And number 16, Frozen 2. Number 15, Joker. Number 14, Incredibles 2. Number 13, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. And number 12, Aladdin. Oh, God. Number 11, Zootopia. And number 10, Avengers Endgame. Number 9, Black Panther. And number 8, Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> number 7, The Lion <laughs> King 2019. And number 6, 8. Number five, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Number four, Aquaman. Number three, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Number two, Furious Seven. And at number one, Skyfall. We took that list for one, and we were like, and "The Whoa. sky fell. The sky fell yes. on the list. All over the list." And we was shook up. And you know what? I respect it. I respect science and I believe in science. I have faith in science. That doesn't know. That that doesn't compute. Yes, it does. Come on, there's an error window on the screen right now because of you. I'm gonna click it. It's gone. That was the first season of the billion dollar movie club but before we go us. before we go 
we have some notes from the listeners. Notes. So comments, if you will, uh, bidding us farewell on our first season. Uh, I did say there was one email a couple weeks back that I was saving for this very occasion. Oh. You see, uh, there was one review, uh, one episode, if you will, that appeared to be very contentious with our fan base, especially due to my comments on the film. Incredibles 2? No, that was only you. Uh, <laughs> the film I'm talking about is one Joker. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I read uh, one Brandon Ambrosie's email. And I, did not you, say it, and, uh, I did not say it was from Brandon Ambrosie because uh, he did not uh, give me permission to... I did not know whether he wanted to say it. So in his email, in response to me responding to his email, the title, just disgraceful. Uh, one, what? you guys literally say my name. Yeah, that is the subject. Uh, here's, here is the body of the email. One, you guys literally say my name on the podcast intermittently. It is okay to say it. Okay, Brandon, this one's for you. And then two, how dare you assume I was joking when I said I liked the Joker? Even if it is a joke and it is funny and it, and then parentheses, and it really was, be honest. Is he being honest with himself or with me? I don't know. Is, is he asking me to be honest? I don't know. But should be taken seriously. I used to think this podcast was a tragedy, but now I see it is a comedy. See, that's that's what I was going for. I was going full Joker mode in that moment with the callback to the angry uh, Internet man who was upset that Parasite won over Joker. He had the classic bit of raise your hand if you ever saw a Parasite. So uh, I, I, I did that joke and I did not see Miss Simpson's hands raised and I did not see your hand raised because I didn't see you at all when I was doing that bit. OK, so that was it. Um, I, I still stand by that statement. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know a person who raised their hand when I asked if they enjoyed Joker. Th there was no hand raised. Put your hand down. It's already done. It's already done. And that was also an iffy hand raise. That's not a full hand raise. Oh, now and you're yes. gatekeeping hand raising. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. All right. I'm going full Joker, baby. And uh, you know what? I think we had a good discussion with that episode. And uh, you know what? Not everything's going to hit with every viewer. I'm just going to say it. Not everything's going to hit. So thank you, Brandon Ambrosi, for that email from September 17th. And then uh, we have another one that was just uh, sent today from one Patrick Ambrosi. Thank, thank you, uh, Patrick Ambrosi, for this email. It reads, subject. Billion Dollar Movie Club. So long. Farewell. We'll get into that. Uh, the uh, body of the email. Hello, Billion Dollar Movie Club. It's an incredible feat what you are about to Hello. accomplish. Your last episode. You guys are awesome. I only take offense to your joke episode. Personally, I think they're all joke episodes. So you know what? Uh, it's okay if you take offense to everything I say. We all have our difference of opinions. Uh, Pawn 
I don't know who that is. Uh, clearly missed the point of the movie. I don't know which movie specifically Pawn missed the point of, but uh, th- th- they'll probably know what you're talking about. Uh, it was a great movie. The cast was great. It's a political and social commentary was riveting. It's political and social commentary was riveting and immersive. And Robert De Niro was in it. Okay, that, that might narrow down the movie. Robert De Niro, not in many films. Shark not Tale? in too many I films. I think he's in Shark Tale, right? Right, with Will Smith. That must be the movie he's talking about. Yeah. The political I intrigue mean, in Shark Tale. Listen, they had the OJ Shrimpson. They had the kelp. Uh, th- there, There is a lot going on there. And if that's the movie you're talking about, I agree. Pawn was clearly in the wrong in uh, saying that movie was shit. If, uh, well, if Pawn... it's Shark Tale, what if it's not Pawn, but Kron? Kron. P-R. No, it's uh, P-A-W-N-E is how it's spelled in the email. Let me see, let me see. P.S. Will there be more podcasts for the genius minds of Pawan and the Simpson? Your loyal fan and cool guy, Patrick. Well, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick. uh, You're a real cool guy. I'll I'll let you know right now. This podcast isn't over. We will be coming back. We will be going on hiatus. But we will be back in some form or another for the Mm. billion dollar movie club. We'll be back in the new year with uh, a season two details uh, to be determined yeah and uh whether we expand outward from here uh whether there's more uh, podcast in the tank outside of movies outside of billion dollar movies specifically uh that's up in the air at the moment but uh yes. thank you for your two- interest it is the 2009 jason reitman film up in the air okay film george clooney Vera Farmiga, Anna Kendrick. Stop JK giving Simmons. away movies. Stop giving oh. away movies we might be talking about, Masin. Wait, Pawn. Can we talk about happening? <laughs> That's a great fucking film. <laughs> Zach Afanakis and J.K. Simmons have two of my favorite, like, brief roles in a film in that film. Oh, that's a good movie. Stop giving away potential entries for next season. We're only gonna talk about films released in a year where that ends in nine. 2009's Up in the Air, 2019's Little Women, 2019's A Hidden Life. It's a great podcast. If you have films you want us to talk about, or you want your emails, typos, criticized by one Boan Meta, (laughs) please send an email to our email. What is that? Did I criticize typos? I was reading what was on the page, and I was taking the information as it came. Uh, The email is billiondollarmovieclub at gmail.com. Thank God we finally changed it from that old email. That old email was terrible. Do you remember that old email, Pawn? Oh, my God. There was so many, like, uh, URLs attached. I think it was, like, billion underscore 793 dollar and then, like, dollar signs following it. What was the second Crazy. half of that, Ms. Simpson? Uh, billion underscore dollar sign underscore dollar 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 five four three six. Uh, Harry Potter was robbed in the ranking.qrl. What a weird pod, uh, email podcast. Whoa, whoa, but whoa. Thankfully, you forgot our, where the emails were hosted. It was at like aol.com at gmail at uh, Forza. Yahoo. Right? At <laughs> Yahoo. The drink. 
Thank God we finally replaced it with the new email. Puan, what's that new email? Billion dollar movie club at gmail.com. Just rolls Very off the tongue email. better, I think. Oh, can I say, open your mouth and I want to see if it rolls out. Now say it. No, open your mouth and say it while your mouth is open. <laughs> Billion dollar. Would like to shout out Max Osmakio. Max, thank you for the wonderful art we've been whoa, using. Whoa, whoa, you lied earlier, Miss Simpson, or uh, that uh, press release did. What? We we did not have a budget of zero. We we fairly compensated our good friend Max Lismacchio, right, who gifted right. us the beautiful artwork for this podcast. Come on, that wasn't part of the budget. That was out of our own pockets. We we didn't receive a grant for the podcast, and that we're using that <laughs> budget. Well, I mean, our our pockets was the budget. All right, that is budget. Come on. Stop trying to run away from the fact that you didn't fill out the paperwork to apply for the podcast grants. It is your fault we have no budget. Maybe we can fix that in season two. See you with all the After Effects openings. <laughs> we'll, get, uh, we'll get uh, the... Damn, what, who, who's a really famous editor? Who's, who's a big-time editor that you know of? we could hire for season two i'm pretty sure chloe zhao edited nomadland sure we're gonna get chloe zhao for season two editing if uh if the butt's in order yeah fill out that paperwork one i've been asking you for 52 weeks 525,000 moments oh so dear i've been waiting for you to fill out the paperwork well you know what it's those 600 moments you didn't where i might have Fucking balls up. Shout out once more to Max Lismaki. Go follow him on Instagram. His uh his handle is in the description. Shout out to the Billion Dollar Movie Club Hall of Fame best friends. Will Smith, James Wan, Michaela Cole, John Turturro, and Chadwick Boseman. There you go. There you go. And shout out to the one of the best best friends of the Billion Dollar Movie Club, Christian Massens. I just about to do that too. Shouts to Puan Meta. This has been a pleasure to do it. It has. Times have been rough. And so it's been nice to have this every week. And we'll see you in the new year. We'll see you in the new year. And thank you. Welcome to this week's episode of The Billion.